Hey everybody, welcome to Today Counts Podcast. My name is Jim Piper. Today I want to talk to you um, a little bit about character, but specifically I want to talk about one of the elements of character, specifically courage. Courage. I can't go into too much of this today, but I do want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, While I was in seminary many, many years ago, I had a colleague, a study partner, whatever you want to call it, that I uh, met by the name of Phil Eastman. And uh, I really enjoyed, I even started working with Phil a little bit uh, outside of seminary, after seminary, uh, as we were both working uh, our ministries in the marketplace. But one of the things that Phil shared with me uh, at seminary is he was kind of frustrated with something. And he wasn't being negative, but yet he was frustrated. He was frustrated with the fact that we often use the word character, but we rarely define it. And if we press someone for definition of the word character, it usually sounds something like this. Well, you know, character is honesty. Character is integrity. Character is doing what you say you're going to do. And those are all really good, you know, uh, examples, uh, certainly particles, if you will, of what character is. But it's not really a holistic definition. And, and, and Phil, being very analytical uh, and wanting to be exact, he dived into that topic. And I believe that became part of his thesis, which later became a book, which also later became a framework in which he used to help shape culture in the marketplace, various businesses and ministry. And in his study, he found that going all the way back to uh, ancient days, that four elements, justice, courage, temperance, and wisdom, tended to be the the focal point of, of character. And then if you take Christian scripture and you add that to it, it appears as though the, the New Testament writers affirmed those four elements of character. But with the, with the coming of Christ, uh, there was three that was added to those four. And those three are faith, hope, and love. So rounding out character would be seven elements. Justice, courage, temperance, wisdom, faith, hope, and love. But today I want to talk to you a little bit about the character element of courage. Courage is one, obviously, of, of these elements of character and is brought to life, I believe, in collaboration with faith and justice, faith and justice. Um, I see faith as kind of the centerpiece of all of the elements of character. It is uh, kind of the power source, if you will, of, uh, of, of character. And uh, uh, justice is that, that drivenness for fairness, if there is such a thing, but rightness if you will, um, what you would consider clear, you know, clarity uh, and boundaries, the, these kinds of things. Now, if you want more courage, one of the things that we need to realize, uh, we actually, like if you're going to mine for gold, right? Are you going to mine for silver? You're going to mine for some precious metal. You got you to go out there and you got to mine. I don't know anything about mining, but courage is just like gold, Um, If you want more courage, I can tell you where you have to get it. You have to get it from the mountain of moral authority. You have to mine for it. You have to dig for it. You have to create a foundation of moral authority. Well, what is moral authority? What is it exactly? Um, I suppose we could talk about that all by itself uh, in our time together in, in this podcast, but 
in at least in a simple format, I'd say moral authority comes from living that honest and good life. Um, a life that seems to add value to, not take value from. Uh, in the days gone by, we would call these kinds of people God-fearing people, right? So we wouldn't drop them into a denomination um, or even a, um, a, a certain specific or peculiar uh, belief system, but there would be a sense of fear or reverence for for God, and that would flow through their lives, and and others around them would benefit from that. So, in simple terms, a God fearer is one who considers what God might think over what someone else might think, a human being, or even more important, what a society might think, what a culture might think. Now, you've heard me use this term before, but people with GC, what I call God conscience. God-conscious people believe that our lives matter. Um, they, they believe that we are higher, if you will, in the creation than uh, some of the beautiful and wonderful animals that we enjoy. Um, we are wired differently. We have greater capacities, capabilities, so we also have more accountability. So people with a God-conscience believes that they believe that our life matters. And how we live our days on this earth account for something. Even if they don't know exactly what, they believe innately uh, from an inside perspective that, that perhaps life goes on and there is an accounting. We, have a, uh, we, we, we are to present an accounting of our lives. And, and these kind of people, for example, to, to bring it to real day terms, we will not abandon common sense common sense, uh, practical, common sense for political correctness. That's a distinction right there. We will not abandon what seems clear for the sake of political correctness. It doesn't mean that we're rough. It doesn't mean that we're rude. Uh, It doesn't even mean that we're rough around the edges. It just simply means that we understand political correctness does not always serve one another at a higher level than, frankly, common sense. In other words, common sense is higher than political correctness. And we have not and we will not wave the white flag if we find ourselves in the minority. If common sense becomes the minority, we will not simply wave that white flag unless we can be convinced otherwise. So we are open-minded, we are willing to learn, but uh, courage is going to take a stand. Uh, So we study and ponder, remembering that rightness is not always found in the majority. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. The majority and the minority, frankly, may not be relevant, often may not be relevant for what is right, what is common sense. Now, there's something that you may not know, and I may not be able to prove it, but I believe it with my whole heart just from personal experience. Not all the time, but much of the time, the crowd is looking. There is a crowd. 
there is a crowd. Uh, you are part of that crowd, but you also have opportunities to stand up above that crowd, in front of that crowd. And the crowd is looking for everyday people to use common sense and decency in a world that has gone crazy and frankly has always been so in one way, shape, or form. We can think today's technology, even the one that I'm using right now to uh, otherwise called media in a broader term to exasperate and exaggerate uh, the things that we do know exist. But courage is to stand up for what is right. It's to speak for those who can't speak for themselves. It is to say out loud what many are thinking. I'm not talking about a foolish person who just shoots their mouth off, but when something needs to be said, they will say it for the sake of the crowd when the crowd does not have the courage to do so. So I believe that people are looking for good people to follow. If you are a good person and you will pull from the character element of courage, you will live right to the best of your ability and God's help. You will uh, continue to embrace common sense. You won't be intimidated by this and that, the majority as an example, um, or, or the name calling or, or whatever else is out there. Then you will find that people will feel safe around you, will be encouraged by you. <laughs> Let me break this down into business terms. There is a market demand. There is a demand for men and women with GC, God consciousness. It's not like you have to wear you know, a flag coming into work saying that you love Jesus. Doesn't mean you have to bring your big old fat study Bible in with you. Doesn't mean that you, you know, have to get weird about it. But if you stand apart by being somebody who allows their conscience to be invaded by the God who is omnipresent, um, omniscient, omniscient and omnipotent, and you invite that into your lives, so you will have the courage to lead justly and to call things as they truly are. Truth is powerful. Truth has its own platform. If we will give it back, if we'll give the platform back to truth, it will take hold. So what that means is, if something is foolish, we simply can call it foolish. If it is wise, we will call it wise. If we don't know, we can say we don't know. But one thing we do not do, we do not allow the crowd to do our thinking for us. We will not let the media do our thinking for us. We will not, we will not let one book do the thinking for us. Uh, even in hermeneutics, um, the, the interpretation of scripture, we let scripture, uh, scripture interpret scripture. I'm going to read to you, uh, as I say goodbye on this podcast about courage, uh, Romans 12, 2 from the paraphrased version entitled The Message or The Message. And it says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, Fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. I'll re read it one more time. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. 
Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. And folks, do this with love. Do this with a smile. Do this with a gentle touch, but be firm. Be courageous people. You can call upon courage and courage will be there to serve you and your endeavors. God bless.